Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. I, I felt an electric buzz um, come up his body, and I, I had my hands on him, so I felt the electricity go through my hands, and then once it reached his head I saw you know um I saw him go gray but I also saw this light beam out from his head towards the window and the seven chakras swirling vortices of energy positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head for thousands of years this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. Yeah, so like I was mentioning... Um you know, when um, I, I got this sort of intuitive download um, a couple of months back when I, you know, really asked the universe, what, what next, right? Like what project should I embark on? And um, I went after that into uh, the flotation tank um, experience. And uh, I, 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 you know, uh, gave that question out before going into that chamber and when I came out, I got a very strong uh, message that I should, uh, you know, release a book um, that helps people express their story, particularly spiritual story, because, you know, from my conversation, it's not easy to go through these experiences by yourself, especially if you are among people who not necessarily are on the same path as you are. And so through this platform, perhaps, uh, my my goal is to give everyone an opportunity to share their what I like to put it as um, crazy, bizarre, um, you know, supernatural or maybe uh, difficult story, uh, spiritual journey that they are going through or have gone through. So that is that is the idea, and uh, we'll see. So I, I I plan to keep doing this often and. Um, uh, the goal is that uh, through word of mouth, hopefully this will spread and then we'll have, you know, more and more people um, coming. So super appreciate all of you for joining in. So uh, any questions, uh, you know, before we get started, because I was hoping to, um, you know, I'll give everyone maybe about five, six minutes uh, or maybe seven minutes to, to share your story. 
um, the way you want to share it. It doesn't have to be perfect, but whatever comes through through you, that's that's exactly what it is. And uh, then I will be also, um, you know, posting this as a podcast episode because I feel that when people listen to this. Um, then, you know, they will want to share themselves as well. So it's up to you uh, how much you want to share, how much you don't want to share. If you want to share your name, if you want to remain anonymous, completely up to you. Um, so without further ado, um, anybody would like to go? <laughs> I don't mind going first. Awesome. The stage is oh. all yours. All right. So, hi, my name is Victoria. I'm from Connecticut um, here in the USA. Um, it is 11 o'clock here. So, um, pardon me if I'm a little sleepy, but I'm, I'm excited to be here. Um, so, I guess my whole life I've kind of always had a little bit of knowing. Um, and when I look back at being a kid, I was always clairsentient and just kind of always had this like knowing um, without knowing it. Um, and then I would say my most profound when somebody asked if like my moment of awakening, um, I always go back to when I was 18. Um, my dad had passed away. So I was a freshman in college, um, my first semester, a couple weeks in, and my dad fell ill. Um, he, I, I grew up and he, um, my whole life struggled with alcoholism and drug addiction. Um, so of course there was, uh, some hard times growing up, but, um, so he fell ill. All of his organs were, were shut down. Um, and my parents were divorced. So I was his next of kin. Um, so within a week of being in the hospital, um, on life support and, um, he, there was no way he was coming out of it. Um, so, of course, we all made the decision, but being the next of kin, I felt like, you know, wow, I have to make the legal decision to do this at 18, um, fresh into college. So it was it was a little nerve wracking. Um, so the day came and we were like, all right, it's time. Like, unfortunately, like, it's not getting any better. Um, so I was on one side, so he laid in his bed and I was on one side and my mom, um, so even though they were divorced, they were, they still loved each other. Um, and of course loved us. So they, they had a relationship together. So she was there when he passed and she was on one side and I was on the other. And, um, after about half hour after taking him off of everything, um, I, I felt an electric buzz um, come up his body and I, I had my hands on him. So I felt the electricity go through my hands. And then once it reached his head, I saw, you know, um, I saw him go gray, but I also saw this light beam out from his head towards the window. And it was the grayest day. There was no sun at all. Um, and you just saw this beam of light leave him and through the window towards the sky. And I was like, did I just see what I thought I saw? And I look up at my mom and we both made eye contact. And sure enough, after she shared with me what she saw and we both confirmed what happened. And ever since that day, um, although it, it has, it was very hard, um, 
from that day on, I was like, there's got to be more to this. And of course, I look at the clock and it's 11, 11, right? So, um, so yeah, looking, looking back, I, since then, I've, it's been a journey. <laughs> um, of course, no, nobody ever gets past or l- losing a family member. Um, but I truly am thankful for the contract that my dad and I had in this lifetime. And I've, healed a lot of trauma um from that from then and um now I'm a Reiki master and um I'm gonna start uh I've done Reiki on people um but now I'm gonna go forward um and start healing other people. Um I I went into healing after college. Um I work in mental health with with people who have chronic and persistent mental illness. Um, So there can be a lot of chaos in that. Um, so now I'm, I think I'm going to start stepping away, although there's a huge need in that. Um, I want to start going towards um, healing um, more in a Reiki modality um, in holistic sense versus clinical. Um, so yeah, it's been a journey ever since. And a lot of my, ever since becoming a Reiki master um, and healing a lot of this trauma, um, a lot of my clairs have come through. Um, and I'm trying to harness them. Um, so a huge thing right now is protection and um, just trying to take it day by day. But it can be a lot. But I'm I'm forever grateful for the things that I learn have learned and where I'm going. And of course, there's always healing to do. And um, yeah, so that's that's kind of my story. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Victoria, for sharing your story so boldly and so, you know, uh, courageously. Um, For people listening, Victoria is one of our first listeners, actually, our first community members, and she's been here for so many years. So I appreciate you for being along the journey all throughout this while. And uh, I do not know the story. So thank you for expressing this story. Uh, It just goes to speak that each of us has, you know, our own story. And I personally can certainly, um, you know, vouch for the amount of uh, pain and trauma that you might have experienced because I myself experienced something similar where my mom was for 30 days or more than that, 35 days in the hospital uh, on life support. And it's just so hard, right? Um, It's just so hard. I wasn't even able to be by her side, Um, Mm. but as you look back, when you saw that light, what was the reaction? Like what happened within you? And your mom was also by your side, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when I saw that light, it was like, um, like what, like, is this, like, it felt so surreal, but at the same time, it was like, there's so much more to this than just living on this earth and just going through, you know, being, you know, born and then dying. Um, it was like, it was really eye-opening to know, like, of course, of course, like, like I'm sure many others, um, my family grew up very Christian and I had to go to church every Sunday and it was, um, it was very like, you're going to do this or like, you're going to hell. Um, so it was, I, I was always drilled that into me. Um, so 
but I always questioned a lot. Um, so to have that moment was very, I was like, all right, like there's something, I'm not sure what it is, but there's something. Um, so it really, and I've always been, I've always loved the paranormal and things like that. So, um, it was just, it really made me look through the world in a different lens and know like, wow, like anything can happen at any moment. And we really have to cherish each moment with people, no matter, um, what that relationship is like, um, and kind of go inward and, and focus on like, why am I here? What am I doing? And am I leaving a good impression or am I leaving kind of a negative impression? And how do I want to carry that forward? So it really was a reality check. Yep. And has, has, has your dad's um, soul communicated with you in any way? over the years intuitively oh. or in other ways, some synchronicity, something that you felt deep down in your heart that, you know what, that was, that was something. Yeah. So I get visitations through dreams. Um, so he's come to me in my dreams a couple of times. Um, so that's really nice. I also um, went with my mom to see a medium once or twice. Um, and she, she um, definitely, she, she proved she was the real deal. Um, so we cut a lock of his hair when we were in the hospital. Um, and nobody knew that except for me, my mom and my brothers. Um, so when she confirmed that he was reporting that he was there when we cut the lock of his hair, it was just like, there's absolutely no way. Um, so in addition to external, um, people and things happening to me, um, I've, I've definitely, when my daughter was born, I, I heard him a lot. Um, and I always questioned myself. Um, but now that I have, my abilities are very pronounced. Um, he comes to me quite a bit. Um, and I always know when his presence in, is around, whether he's talking to me or even just his energy is here. Um, so he visits quite a bit. <laughs> yep. Wonderful, wonderful. In my case also, I was pleasantly surprised when you shared that because my mom also comes through me in dreams on multiple occasions. And yep. a lot of times, maybe it's not she saying anything, but it's just that I can feel her presence right. yeah. in my dream. I know that she's yep. there somewhere yep. around me. Um, one more question. How easy sure. ha has it been over the years to share it? Have you shared this story a lot with your friends, family? Or... Um, I definitely share it with my mom. Um, and we're both, I'm very thankful for us going on the spiritual journey together. Um, so I started a little bit before her, but um, I slowly pulled her in and was able to help her awakening. Um, and I've shared it. My husband is very, um, he's more my grounded half. Um, so I've shared it with him and he's a full believer. Um, but if you ask him to meditate, he's going to be like, no, I'm all set. Um, but he's supportive. So he knows, um, I told my daughter, she's five. Yeah. Um, so I'm get I'm getting her feet a little wet. Um, but other than that, a few close friends of mine know. Um, so I guess more than your, I'm sure than average person has, but mm -hmm. To be able to share it with people who understand and aren't going to be like, okay, this 
this woman's crazy yeah. um <laughs> is nice <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so and it gets easier throughout the years to tell people because especially mm-hmm. now that i feel very healed from it um mm-hmm. and it's not as traumatic um yeah. it's much easier to talk about yeah yeah absolutely i think like um like sometimes when you're trying to share your story especially if it is um you know not uh, believable in in the physical world just the yeah. expression that somebody might give it sort of puts you off right is yeah. like, why, why do i even bother telling this story but yeah. i really really applaud your courage and uh, your you. coming over here today you're officially our first story for spirit stream so Yay! <laughs> exciting that i can open it up (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and i and i can just sense people who are listening to this uh episode right now can also firstly relate to what you're sharing but also know that it is perfectly all right to experience these things which are maybe paranormal or extrasensory or deeply intuitive and it's okay to share because i feel that sharing can sometimes be cathartic right it can it can help yeah. you release something that maybe it's in your heart and you need to now express it uh but once yep. again thank you thank you thank you thank you yes all right anybody else uh, would like to share something i can share next aj um of course i'm on the east coast uh like victoria and if i don't start sharing i may start falling asleep so um (laughs) but um so for a little bit of context i mean my my story's kind of long and there's like three major things or time periods where my um growth kind of got accelerated But for a little bit of background, I have spent large parts of my life either being an atheist or being an agnostic and being very skeptical. So I approach the world like I have a degree in mathematical science from college. Um, I'm very steeped in science and look at things from that lens. And it just I've been skeptical of like a lot of different things. And kind of what happened to me was. I had a few experiences. So one actually was when I was the same month that I turned 14. I, um, my uncle at the time, he was, he was alive at the time. He, uh, had become a Pentecostal Christian and had received the gift of healing. And so I went to visit my grandparents. He started talking to me and to make a long story short, he would just talk, talk about endless stories about literally people he'd pray for, they have cancer, they're healed. And just, he had story after story after story. And his story, his whole life story was kind of interesting. And he said to me, he's like, hey, you have to receive the Holy Spirit. You have to receive the Holy Spirit. And he thought I was a Christian. I was like, I'm not a Christian, I'm an atheist. But I didn't say that to him because I was just a child and I was quiet and whatever. And I didn't want to say no to anyone. So he says, you have to receive the Holy Spirit. So he brings me up into his bedroom. And uh, he lays his hands on my shoulders and he starts praying in this like foreign language. And um, I had this incredible experience. I mean, this energy came through me. It was like indescribable. And it kind of started in my stomach and it rose up um, to my throat. And he knew he was like, okay, you're going to feel something in your throat and you just need to speak. And it was all difficult. I mean, I was fighting it. 
but it's just, it's coming upon me. And the long story short is like, I, um, had this incredible experience and I went downstairs, I got in my bed, uh, that I was sleeping in my grandfather's bed and I put my face into the bed and I was like, okay, God, I believe in you. And my only context at that point was Christianity. That was my whole world was like, either you were like an atheist or you were a Christian. And that was all I knew. And I, for the next six years and nine months of my life was like this dedicated fundamentalist evangelical Christian. And, um, but I was very intellectual. Like I had an intellectual approach. I wanted to understand everything. Like I studied the Bible. I wanted to, understand everything about science did god create everything is evolution right whatever um and really my motivation was to like intellectually prove that christianity was right that way i could get other people to be christians and uh and that was kind of my naive way of looking at the world at that time and after six years and nine months of reading all kinds of books and learning a bunch of stuff i was like you know what this is, this is not true this this whole thing that i believed is just not true and I just lived, you know, a long time, um, you know, 17 years, just kind of an agnostic, um, mostly. I mean, if you asked me if God existed, I'd be like, yeah, he probably does. I don't know, you know, and, and then weird stuff started happening. Um, and this is kind of like phase two. I was reading an internet article in early 2016 and it was a British newspaper and there was a link to a near-death experience article. And so I clicked on the link and I read it. And for whatever reason, I became intensely curious about near-death experiences. And so I ordered two books from, from um, authors who were mentioned in that article. And I read those books. And I happened to be reading them at the same time that my dad, who had had cancer for 10 years, called me and said, I'm on the morphine, which I knew what he meant. That was the end. He was, he was going into hospice care. And I won't tell you all the details, but the, the long story short is around his death, the circumstances around his death were unbelievable and all these all this skepticism i had all this belief that like hey all there is is like the material world and science and everything it just melted because unexplainable things were happening um i mean just unbelievable things and so i but now i'm older and more mature and so and i had these memories of what had happened with my uncle and kind of some other things and i kind of pieced it together and i basically just opened up and i was just like okay there's more to this life i don't know what it is let me just go out there and explore and you know for the next few years i just got into meditation and breath work i read the bhagavad gita which was unbelievable i i was like wow this text is unbelievable i i remember I would read it at lunchtime and I could only read a few sentences and it took me months to read. Um, and it was, it was like, it was just coming inside of me and just, just nourishing my soul. And, um, and there was a ton of experiences, like all sorts of weird stuff was happening is psychic things and just coincidences all the time. And, um, and then the third phase hit when I took ayahuasca, 
And I mean, that those experiences are just indescribable, but, um, and I won't describe all of them, but I had an ayahuasca trip where I left my body, my consciousness went some, went, went outside of the universe. I saw the birth of the universe. I experienced things that are just hard to explain. Um, and, uh, and this actually all happened, uh, last August. And, um, and then when I came back from that, the only way to describe it is like my life became a fairy tale and just magical. And it's been like that for six, seven months. Like I have thoughts in my head and the next day, like things appear and I, I can't even explain it to people. I don't even bother explaining it to people. It's, it's people who are skeptical. Like I was skeptical. They would just think I'm making it all up and whatever. I understand. I have total sympathy. That's, that's where I was too. I mean, um, I'll give a, I'll give one example only I, it, just, just to kind of give the flavor of it. But I was with my daughter a few weeks ago in, um, in the mall. She wanted to, she wanted me to bring her to the mall and she wanted to get a gift card. And so we go to this store called GameStop where she could get this gift card for one of these games that she plays on her iPad. I think it's Roblox or something like that. And, um, as we're walking in the store, I look and I see like Playstations and Xboxes. And I think to myself, you know, I think I'd like to get a PlayStation for my kids so they can play it at home. And I was like debating in my head, do I get a PlayStation 4? Do I get a PlayStation 5? And it's Saturday night and I'm just like, oh, I'll get a PlayStation 4 used. It'll be cheaper, whatever. And literally I, I, I wake up the next morning. It's a Sunday morning and I'm talking to my friend and I don't even remember why I mentioned, I casually mentioned to him like, yeah, I'm going to get a PlayStation. And he goes, oh, do you want mine? And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I got this brand new PlayStation 5. It just sits here. I got so many systems. I can't use them all. I'll just give it to you. And by pure chance also, uh, he lives two hours away in another city. That Wednesday, I had an appointment to drive there uh, for, um, for a medical procedure. And then I was told I had to have a friend pick me up after this medical procedure. Um, and he's my friend in town. And so I was like, hey, can you pick me up? He's like, sure, and I'll bring the PlayStation. And so I have a PlayStation brand new. Wednesday night and it just like, you know, and then a bunch of other stuff like that happens. It happens all the time. And, um, so it's weird. I, it's like, I, like, I, I, I realize like now I, I, I have this earth body and like, I've, you know, I have this eternal existence and all this kind of stuff. And, um, and I didn't believe an ounce of it before, you know? So, um, Anyway, there's lots more to the story, but that's kind of the general flavor. Thank you, Mike, for sharing that wonderful story. And I know you've shared it during our interactions, during our breathwork sessions in the past. Uh, but I am so glad that you were able to join us on today's session and, and share from the start you know, to the end. My question is, firstly, you know, um, love that you went through all these different experiences a lot of it, like, you know, just pure synchronicity. One thing led to the other. 
a lot of law of attraction also i guess you know just setting the attention visualizing it and it just appearing but the first time when you were a, you were a kid and you were an atheist and you did not believe maybe in god or you know uh, the universe or whatever it is and then you had that experience how did that change you like what was happening in in your body like were you in complete <laughs> disbelief and oh it was yeah it was very dramatic i mean i went from complete disbelief to complete trust in god um as expressed through jesus and um and there was other things that happened i mean uh i had childhood nightmares that were really really strong um i would be shaking my heart would be racing and i would have to like eventually convince myself to stand up and I'd have to look out a window and it was the only way I could calm down. And, um, my last nightmare, not only that, my last bad dream was before that day in August of 1991. And I've never had a bad dream since ever. Um, and, um, and there was, and then, and then it was just like, other things changed inside of me too. Like I, I had prior to that event, uh, basically just loved sports, didn't care about learning. Um, you know, like I just did school because, well, that's what they told me to do. And, you know, and, um, and all of a sudden I was just like, had this massive thirst for knowledge, for learning. And I just started reading books and, it's just never stopped. You know, it's never stopped. It was just, it just kind of became my, my life. And so, um, you know, but it was really hard and, and looking see, looking back, I can look back on it and I can, I can see what was happening, which I couldn't see before. But I remember like being that age and really struggling with the concept of hell. And now I can look back and realize, well, it's because you know, Jesus never taught the concept of hell as typically taught where people go and burn forever and all that kind of nonsense. And, um, and it's not the truth, right? That's not how it really works. Um, but even at that age, something deep inside of me was like, that is not how it works. That's not it. Um, but I struggled because I had this belief in God and I thought I had to take it all. I thought I had to believe in God and believe in all this Christian package that I was given. Um, so it took me a long time to disentangle that and get around that and reread it and understand it. And, and one of the cool things that happened was only, this is only a few years ago, after I had read the Bhagavad Gita, I went back and I started reading about Jesus and I was like, oh my God, he was a master. And I got it and I was like, oh, that's what he was talking about. And it all just made sense. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And, and my love for Jesus has never been stronger. I mean, I absolutely adore Jesus. Um, when I was in that ayahuasca trip and I had left my body um, and left the universe, um, part of that was scary. And, uh, and, I, and I realized in those moments that Jesus was was my rock or my, you know, my, my line, my lifeline as I kind of went through that ayahuasca experience. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's kind of a long answer. 
Wonderful. Thanks, Mike, for sharing your story. Very, very powerful story indeed. And it just speaks to um, how much of our lives or how much of us is actually energy and how much of a shift can happen once we once the energy shifts or once we how we look at something uh, changes so super appreciated thanks for joining us um renee would you like to share something is, is there something on your mind that you'd like to express <laughs> sure i'll share some things um i can uh, relate to, uh, to a lot of what both victoria and, and mike have said here um, like Victoria, I kind of always, always known things. Um, Sorry, I think uh, there's some uh, disturbance. Uh, at least I'm not able to hear you clearly. Uh, I think what helps sometimes, if if the bandwidth is low, if you disable your video for the time being, then the audio will come through clearly, and we'll be able to hear you. Do you want to try that out? Okay, let's try okay, that. Okay, is that it? In is that going to work better? I think it's better now. You, does that sound like it's going to be better? I, yes, better? I'm a traveling nurse, and I'm in a hotel, so the Wi-Fi here isn't very good. <laughs> so totally I understandable. Um, no, I appreciate you joining <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's telling me my internet connection is, is unstable. So, I mean, can, can you be okay? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's better than before. Please go ahead. Okay. 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 Um, I'm sorry. It, I I think uh, the the first experience I can remember uh, that's the strongest for me is uh, when I was uh, ten years old. Uh, a, a good friend of mine had called me and asked me to spend spend the night with her one weekend, and I just something deep inside of me told me not to go. Don't don't go. And I I actually I I lied to her and I told her my mom wouldn't let me go. Um and I, I hadn't even asked my mother, which was unusual for me. I'd love to go, you know, and do things, but um but that night uh her house uh caught on fire and um she passed away in the fire. Yeah, so that that's my. Uh, I mean that that has stuck with me for oh well, it's been forty eight years now. So um, it's uh, but that that was there. There were things that kind of happened. You know that happened before that. I kind I always knew, but that that really was the first thing that stuck in my head. Um, and then, uh, well, uh, another thing I, I, I always knew that for, for some reason the, the, uh, 18 and 92 have always stuck out in my head. Um, when I was 18 years old, well, it was the day before my 18th birthday, my, grandmother was in the hospital and my mother went to go see her and it was like in the evening I was I was uh, laying in bed 
my grandmother came to me and told me everything was going to be okay. I mean, she just, I, she came, can, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. I'm sorry. But yeah, she, she, she came through the room and stopped, told me everything was going to be okay. And then she was gone and she had passed. She passed that evening. Um, so, you know, things like this have always kind of happened in my life. Um, my, my father, he's been gone for several years now, but um, a lot of times I go hiking on, uh, by myself, and uh, I always felt like I was taking, uh, always feel like I'm taking him with me when I go, uh, because I know he would enjoy it. And um, one day I, I was, I'm, I'm in Oregon, and I was in the middle of the, uh, the forest, <laughs> and um, I just got this weird feeling, like something was watching me, you know, you just get this, you just get those feelings sometimes, and I, something told me, don't look back. Just don't look back. And it, I know this is weird, but <laughs> felt like this, uh, kind of like this force field came around me, you know, kind of like a protective thing. And I just kept going. Mm -hmm. And after I'd gotten so far, it kind of passed. I, know it, I, I could feel it, you know, wasn't there anymore. And I was okay. And I knew I was okay. And the next someone posted a picture of, and I don't know, maybe this is just coincidence, I don't know, but it, it this picture of a big cougar that was right in that area they had caught on a, uh, a hunting camp. Um, so, you know, it just always made me wonder what, you know, if, was that what was going on or, or, you know, what was happening at that time. Um, but like my dad had something to do with that, you know, so, um, and the, the, you know, like I said, things like that have always kind of happened. Um, oh, my, my, both my daughters right now are, are expecting there, but my oldest daughter, she's due in May and, um, she, she was in a car accident a couple of months ago. And then she got uh, uh, COVID in January. Uh, she wasn't real sick, but she, you know, she was she was sick. And it so I've I've been really worried about the baby. And one night in my dream, a dream, the baby, the baby came to me in my dream, and I could I could see the baby, and he smiled at me, and he told me everything's okay. And I asked for a sign that this was real and woke up at exactly 3.33 in the morning. And that's, uh, you know, 3.33 is kind of my number that I see all the time. And so I, you know, I, I just, I just know now. I don't worry anymore. I know everything's going to be all right. So, 
Are you guys still there? Yes, yes, we very much are still here. Thank you okay. for sharing these right. wonderful mini anecdotes, these stories from your life. And I, I'm very glad that you shared all of them. Yeah. Um, my question is, when your grandmother came to you, was it in your, in your dreams or were you able to see an apparition of her while you were in bed? No, I, I was awake. I was wide awake. Oh, okay. Oh no, I I had not been sleeping. I hadn't been sleeping yet. You know, I hadn't been sleeping. Woken up, I was awake. So, and she was just for a brief moment, and then she was gone. And what was your reaction when you know? Were you scared? Were you surprised? Were you like, what was going through your mind at that time, or through your heart? No, I don't. Yeah, I. I don't remember being scared. I wasn't scared. Um, you know, I was very, it was very peaceful. And, and that's just, you know, my, my, that was the kind of person my grandmother was, you know, mm -hmm. very calming. And so it, it, it scared me. Um, now I, I didn't talk to anybody about it. I mm -hmm. didn't tell anybody for years. Mm -hmm. Um, because, uh, well, I it just, the, the, you know, right. Everything you, you just, just, I mean, they would have all just thought I was crazy anyway. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I didn't. But. Wonderful. Wonderful. And, uh, once again, thank you so much for joining our stream. You're clearly very gifted and highly clairvoyant and, uh, I appreciate that you you help. You're you're a genuine natural helper because you're a traveling nurse. So appreciate you for all the service that you have provided all these years. Um, yeah, uh, thanks everybody for our first spirit stream session. If somebody is listening to this episode right now, know that uh, if there's a story in you, if there's something that you would like to share, uh, like uh, you know the participants for today. Uh, make sure that you join our next stream. Uh, we're going to have it uh, most likely next Saturday. Uh, I'll try to see if we can change the timing a bit, especially for people out of the East, so that it's good for people in the West as well as in the East. Uh, but make sure that you uh, join our Facebook group, um, which is uh, if you just search for uh, my seven chakras on Facebook. You can reach out to me on Instagram as well if you want the link to join our next um, Zoom uh, stream, Spirit Stream, where you get an opportunity to once again share your stories, um, anything that you've experienced. Maybe you consider that bizarre, supernatural, paranormal, intuitive. Maybe you feel that nobody has believed you. Maybe it's the first time that you're sharing this uh, with the world. I want to hear your story. And also don't just come yourself. Make sure uh, if you have friends, if you have family, mom, your dad, maybe your children, bring them all together. Because like I said, I've received a vision that we are going to publish a book um, where I'm going to feature your story. Uh, the number that was given to me was 108 stories from the listeners of My 7 Chakras, but we'll see exactly how that plays out. But there will be a book published. And to kickstart that movement, we are doing 
spirit stream, which is this live stream. So uh, thanks everybody for joining our first ever spirit stream. I truly, truly appreciate all of you. You're very special, all of you. And uh, I hope you have a great evening ahead. Uh, my email is aj at my seven chakras.com. If you have any questions, aj at my seven chakras or DM me at my seven chakras on Instagram. Thanks everybody. Thank you for listening to my seven chakras at my seven chakras.com. That is my S E V E N chakras.com. <laughs>